0: Good morning, or maybe good evening, or maybe good afternoon. Wherever this is finding you, I hope it's good and tasty. How are you? Huh? How was that week of yours? I'm glad that you're joining me back on Jeremiah Wonders. Once again, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for giving me another chance, guys. It's great to be back. Been crazy lately, guys. I'm super grateful, though. Anytime my schedule is full, I'm a happy boy. Couldn't ask for it any other way. So I'm uh, very excited. A lot of good things going on. I hope some good stuff is going on with you. And you know what? If you had a rough week, this is my job to turn it around right now, right here with Jeremiah Wonders. And we got a great one today. Did a a second volume of uh, the Roadcast. This time, Brian Redband is in the car with us. Tony Hinchcliffe, Joel Jimenez, and myself. The reason why Redband wasn't In the last one, he decided to fly to Phoenix rather than drive with us. So a lot of people were asking, where is Red Band during that episode? (laughs) He was in the air while we were on the road. Pat Reagan and I are going to be releasing a new music video soon from our album. Very excited about that. I was actually editing that with him and our buddy Keel Yulberg this week. And uh, the reason why I was actually absent from Kill Tony, if you noticed, our pal Jesse Johnson sat in for me on trumpet. She is a very funny Great comic, and we'll probably have her back in the band eventually. Uh, I was uh, gone because uh, we did the uh, premiere for Netflix's Historical Roast, and uh, that's actually going to be coming out on Memorial Day, so all episodes are actually available now. So check it out. I was in the band for that show, and I did the music with my pal Avery Pearson, and you will catch me in some of those episodes. A little sprinkled throughout, little nuggets to find your boy playing in different costumes, playing that sax and some different instruments. Uh, The music video that I just mentioned, it'll actually be on my YouTube channel. You can check out my channel, youtube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins. And while you're there, I want you to go subscribe, huh? You know, it has all the Jeremiah Wonders episodes and a ton of my sketches and music videos and stand-up from over the years. And uh, I've been uploading some more recent stand-up clips lately, so go check that out. My buddy Gage the Beast, T-A-R-E-N-A, helps me produce this show. I want to thank him, and he also does the audio and video editing, and he's doing some really cool effects and different stuff like that, which you can catch in uh, the YouTube videos. And you can follow him at Gage, Tiarina. that's G-A-G-E-T-I-J-E-R-I-N-A. If you guys spell it wrong, he will slit my throat. I'm really concerned, guys. He is a treacherous man, and I am too afraid to fire him. <laughs> Hopefully that was a good plug this week, Gage. Love you, dude. Or do I? I don't know. We have a new sponsor this week. Let me tell you about it. Guys, I'm very excited to bring a new sponsor to the show. This week, featured on the show, we have a store. Andrew Rose is a comic who wrote a joke a day for a year for social media. Jokes like, only 60% of people wash their hands after they use the restroom. And the other 40% are men. Hello! Guys, he put all his jokes into a book called 365 Funny Facts for Your Unfunny Father. Now he's releasing the second volume of that series on June 5th, just in time for Father's Day. You can get one of the books for $20 or both books for $30. With free shipping, if you order before June 5th. So go ahead and do that. Your package will include the book or books, some fun swag, and a fun thank you letter. He's aiming to sell 4,000 books, so let's help him get there. What do you say? Go get that book or books at arosecomedy.com slash store. Andrew Rose, nice guy, funny comic. Go support him. Friend of the show. Helping out. And guess what? I've got that Stephen Brody Stevens cadence going right now. Yes, it was his birthday this week. He is still sorely missed. Am I still thinking about it? Absolutely. Good guy. Great guy. From the Valley, 818. Yes. Good stuff. Uh, If you want to uh, support the show like uh, Andrew did and, uh, you know, do a little sponsored read, you can actually uh, email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com if you are a company or if uh, you're just a fellow listener who's got something that they are trying to get the word out on. And uh, you can also, uh, if you're a listener that wants to support the show, you can do that by PayPaling jeremiahwonders at gmail.com or going to jeremiahwonders.com. There's a PayPal donation button at the bottom of the page. Every amount is appreciated. And if you... You're going to donate, just select the friend option so your boy doesn't get charged. The next couple episodes I recorded with Ben Glebe and Pete Holmes, which I'm very excited for you guys to hear those in the next couple weeks. Uh, I did that, uh, we did it for the first time. On YouTube with a three camera angle setup. And I can only thank uh, one person for that. That's Thomas Schiffer from Bronx Born Pizza and Gl- Greyblock Pizza uh, in uh, Santa Monica, and Los Angeles. Support them in Bend, Oregon as well as around Los Angeles at Bronx Born Pizza at Grayblock Pizza as well. An additional thank yous to go to the other sponsors of the show, Speedweed, Menchie Music, and Caveman Coffee. So check them out at Speedweed on Twitter at Caveman Coffee Co. And I also want to thank Rich Young and David Knowles for making my new Curve Soprano sax happen which you'll actually hear on this sax talk in the car and it's been absolutely freaking perfect to travel with for kill tony am i saying a lot of announcements yeah there's a freaking lot going on guys okay so yeah yeah, I may have to read some stuff. I may have to tell you guys some info, but you guys got to know about this stuff, okay, dude? Freaking don't come at me. A seagull almost tried to kill me this weekend in La Jolla, so I'm a little bit ramped up and revved up right now. Also, I might have met my birth father playing saxophone at the La Jolla Comedy Store. I don't know. Is he the real guy? He could be, absolutely. So you got to check out my Instagram stories, at Jeremiah Stand-Up, to even know what I'm freaking talking about. I think I also put it, in the profile as well. Your kindness challenge letters. There are some great kindness challenges uh, uh, that, that Tony and uh, Red Band actually talked about in this episode that uh, I will look forward to you hearing that. Send those. Keep sending those to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com. If you don't know what the kindness challenge is, every week I challenge you guys, the listeners, to do something nice out of the kindness of your heart for somebody that you know or it could be a stranger. It doesn't matter how big, how little, as long as you're contributing something positive to society, okay? So keep doing that. Keep doing good things. The positivity will pass on to other people, and I promise you it's a great, fulfilling thing that's really uh, improved my life uh, and been inspiring to, to read people's letters and push myself to try to be more kind to uh uh, people every day, you know, guys, I've been on the road a ton, a lot lately, and, uh, I'll feature the music submissions as well, uh, we've been, uh, featuring the art submissions at, on the YouTube page, so I appreciate all those of the fan art of, uh, listener art, rather, I don't like to say fan art, I, uh, listener friend art, um, I appreciate all the stuff that you guys send in, uh, of myself or me and the guests, A little inside jokes with the shows. And uh, I actually want to feature today something off of my album. It's from the debut Reagan and Watkins album. You're listening to 21st Century.
1: Man, I miss love songs, Pat. Tell me
0: about it. The way they used to write songs about women was so beautiful i could write a love song about women now like what would a love song about the
1: 21st century girl even sound like she's got duck lips and cell phones for hands she's a 21st century girl and i'm her man she loves selfies and instagram she never listens to her grandpa talk about vietnam she likes my music, oh she does. I like her butt, I like her butt. I film her twerking videos so and she, she gives me a cut. cut. I said I love you, I said I love she you. She said yeah me too. And I said wow, that's the kind of girl I wanna woo. A girl that drinks Starbucks like every day, gets a tall soy sugar free hazelnut latte. I hit him with some sacks now. Jeremiah, I feel like we were a little hard on the girls. We were a little hard on the girls. What about 21st century guys? He can't change a tire. He Googled it. His greatest fear in a relationship is to commit. He's afraid of spiders. He thinks he's smart. He drives a Prius that's slower than the shopping cart. But it's electric, so he feels good. He's not gonna hold a door for you, that's understood. He's got a man, bun. he's got a man and bun. skinny jeans. And skinny jeans. He looks so stupid, you think he's dressed up for Halloween. I hit him with a chorus. 21st century boys and girls. Twenty-first century boys and girls. Twenty-first century boys and girls. Twenty-first century boys and girls. Boys and girls. We're gonna be the end of the world, We're gonna be the end of the world, boys and girls. We're gonna be the end of the world, boys and girls. We're gonna be the end of the world, boys and girls. We're gonna be the end of the world, boys and girls. We're gonna be the end
0: of the world. Yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that. You can actually pre-order that album now at jeremiahwatkins.com. I'm gonna read you some quick tour dates. I promise for May and June 2019. We'll get right into this episode. Kill Tony Summer Tour is here and is coming to Lawrence, Kansas, Omaha, Nebraska, Des Moines, Iowa, Appleton, Milwaukee, Chicago, Madison, Poughkeepsie, New York City, and more. May 28th, stand up on the spot with Burt Kreischer, Ron Funches, Brendan Schaub, JC Coakley, and my good buddy Josh Adam Myers. June 3rd, myself and my boy Patty Reagan will be on the panel for Kill Tony at the Comedy Store. That's right. Monday, June 3rd. Me. Pat Reagan, Reagan and Watkins on the panel for Kill Tony. And guess what? Later that week, it's a big week for Kill Tony. June 6th is the freaking Reagan and Watkins album release party in the main room of the comedy store, Thursday, 10 30 p.m., June 6th. Please get tickets to that. That's going to be so fun. Tony, Redband, Band, Joel Berg, they're all doing sets as well as we're also having some other surprise guests. And Reagan and Watkins will be playing music off the album. And guess what? That's the first place you can actually buy. And purchase the hard copy CDs as well as vinyl. People have been asking for it. We're going to do a very limited run of vinyl and hard copy CDs. So get them first place June 6th at the Comedy Store. Reagan and Watkins Album Release Party. June 7th, the date that I've been plugging this entire time. The actual release on all platforms of the Reagan and Watkins Album. Get it on any platform. Get your copy of that or pre-order it now. And June 28th, San Diego, San Diego, San Diego, Reagan and Watkins will be headlining a show with the whole Kill Tony band, the whole, uh, the, the whole band, the Joel Berg. Chroma Chris is actually going to be playing bass on that show. Pat Reagan, Joel, and I will be doing stand-up sets to open the show, and then Reagan and Watkins will be closing out with music. It's going to be so freaking fun. And uh, I've got some stand-up sets coming around at uh, locally in Los Angeles to the Comedy Store, the Laugh Factory, and the Improv, and you can follow me on social media for all those updates at Jeremiah Stand Up. We did it,
1: guys. We freaking
0: made it through. I appreciate you listening. And uh, this uh, was a little bit longer intro, but I had a lot going on. Next couple weeks, I'm just trying to get word out on the album, and I appreciate all the support and all the pre-orders thus far. And uh, my goal is to get it to number one on iTunes and maybe make a a blemish on the Billboard chart. Is that too advantageous to say on the Comedy Billboard chart? We'll see. I'm stoked for you guys to hear this episode. You're about to hear a podcast in a rental car on the road between shows of Kill Tony. Please welcome Brian Redband, Tony Hinchcliffe, and Joel Joelberg Jimenez on a special roadcast episode of Jeremiah Wonders.
2: Where are my stupid-ass Jeremiah Watkins fans at, huh? Bottom-of-the-barrel listeners. Probably listen to everything if you're listening to this.
3: And... (laughs) (laughs) And where are my puddle-drinking Joel Jimenez fans at? (laughs) Well, that's where we're going to start the podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This is happening. Roadcast, Volume 2. This time we're on the road with Tony the Golden Pony Hinchcliffe. We have Joel Jimenez. Yeah. and Brian Redband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are doing yeah. this live from a car on the way to Boise, Idaho. We were just in Salt Lake City, Utah last night. Just got a local diner where we had uh, great food at Country. Country-fried chicken steak.
3: Chicken-fried steak. Chicken fried,
4: chicken-fried <laughs> chicken country steak. I had a trunker special. Oh, yeah.
3: shit. That was a dead cow, dude. Was it on the side of the road? Yeah, like a full dead cow, like <laughs> full body intact. Wow. Or maybe a Bison.
0: Reminds me of my ex-wife. Tony saw a cow earlier. He's like, "That's a bison." We're like, "That's a brown cow,
2: bro."
3: It, it, was, a bison.
2: it was definitely. It was. It was you was guys cow, didn't dude. see what I was even talking about. When you guys, you looked, guys it was don't cows. see
3: things that I see.
2: Okay. All right. <laughs> I see, it's like, uh, it's like sixth sense. I see bison's where other people don't. No, it was a bison, and then when I said, "Hey, look, bison's," then it was cows, and you guys are like, "Those are cows." There was one part where I saw bisons, and then there was horses, and they were like, no, those are horses. And they
3: look at the horse, and I go, what a beautiful bison. <laughs> My ocular nerve works at a higher level than the rest of you. It actually does. I actually have, I actually have r- really good eyesight. Well, you have to have good
0: eyesight to be a pilot, so it works out. <laughs> That's right. That
3: yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh, what? <God>. what? <laughs>
0: red man, stop watching cams in the back seat
5: <laughs>
0: literally at like 10:30 a.m. Joel goes okay he goes gun to your head you have to get this <laughs> this right yeah or we kill or, you or we kill you you have to answer this question correctly or you die what is Red Band watching on his laptop right now? And I go, webcam models. And, and then he turned it around, and sure enough, it was a naked girl who was watching. <laughs>
2: we, have, uh, we have Wi-Fi here thanks to GMC Yukon, the official vehicle of Kill Tony.
0: Yeah. Did you guys sleep well at the Airbnb last night?
2: Yeah. Yes, very well. That was amazing. It was great. How about you?
0: I had some nightmares. <laughs> Or bad dreams. I told Joel about a couple of them. But one of the dreams that I had, uh, because Red Band, (laughs) uh, because, you know, you're influenced right before whatever you're thinking about (laughs) before you go to sleep. Red Band, stop playing (laughs) from that website. The audio. Uh, So he was on on a cam website right before he went to bed uh, last night in the living room. Had it on his laptop on display and uh and tony that was your first time seeing the uh how that works right
2: yes yes it was i was very impressed uh everything's free you just have to pay to tip so it's like uh it's like bitcoin but titcoin. hello or even, uh, oh, or even clitcoin depends on how much you pay
3: <laughs> or shitcoin if you're german that's
0: right Those is gluten. So uh so you know that is uh on my mind before I go to sleep. And uh one of the dreams I had was for whatever reason you guys were trying to get me uh to take a picture with a half boner in my pants. So you're like get a boner it'll be funny if we see the outline of your dick in your actually,
2: pants. I'm actually a little upset that that didn't actually happen. that We didn't do that. That sounds hilarious. And I'm like I can't
0: just I can't just get hard in front of you guys that's not how this This is works. a dream that you had? This is a dream that I had. And then, listen to this then, uh, then this this girl, she goes, she goes let me help you out. She pulls my penis out and starts to, like, Smell go it? for it and I go, no, 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 like, I'm married I can't do this. And then, and then I start to get a half boner right away. She goes, see it worked. And that was the end of the dream.
4: Did you calm in your pants?
3: No. Mm-mm. Well, you have some sick fucking nightmares, man.
2: He came in Joel's pants. Oh!
3: <laughs>
4: they share a room.
0: <laughs> we uh, Joel and I in the Airbnb. We were always roomies on the road. And this Airbnb, what was funny about it is the bathroom was downstairs, and the three rooms were connected. So if you opened the three doors at once, you could literally look in like mine and Joel's room, Tony's room and Red Band's room. They're all lined up. And Joel and I are in little little cozy twin beds right next to each other. Do I remember you
3: like, at some point of the night going,
0: Joel! Yeah, I yell, at you at least, I yell at you at least once a night. Are you serious? I'm I yell snoring? at Joel at least once a Do night. Do you sleep on your back? He wakes me up.
4: On my side. On your side. yeah. He starts snoring and I literally have to go,
0: Joel, stop snoring. Or I go, Joel, roll over. I literally say that. And then he goes, oh, okay.
4: So Do you remember sorry. when he's snoring,
0: if he's on his back or not? Uh Well, it all depends how much he had to drink, too. I didn't... Oh. Yeah.
2: If he drinks, he snores more?
0: It's the worst whenever he drinks. Because I probably just passed out. Yeah, yeah, he passes out, and it's in a weird position, so then it's just like... <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah. I didn't drink
0: a lot. There's a lot. A, lot a, a lot of things when you're, when you're rooming with somebody else that you find out about in the middle of the night.
3: Yeah. Uh, We did have a haunted door in our
0: room. Though. Okay, that was weird, because so... This there's a little opening, like a cubby hole like it was curtained off. And then Joel goes, you know, there's a room behind that curtain, right? I go, shut up. <laughs> I Jeremiah pushed. goes, we have to open it. I, yeah, I go, we have to open it. And uh, it was nailed shut, which made me even more terrified that there was a demon or something that was lurking on the other side of the door. And Joel kept freaking me out before we kept going to bed. Uh, that there was somebody behind there, and I said that it was twins that were dead and that we were staying in their twin beds. (laughs) (laughs) Because somebody's knocking back on the other side. Yeah. Oh, So I had all that swirling in my head right before going to sleep. So was that I, the
4: only dream that you had? No,
0: I had this dream that I was hanging out with Ben Savage from uh boy meets world. And I was like, what happened, man? You were so great. <laughs> like, what are you doing now? Like, I want you to be in more things. And, uh, yeah, he didn't really have an answer for me. Mm. Did you, do you guys dream very often?
2: Yeah. Yes. I dream a lot every night. Uh, some of the top rising dreams. Yes. I have a lot of the top rising dreams. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, never about Ben Savage, though. That's an interesting one. We should find out what he's up to. I bet he's working. He's probably in
0: on some. Well, he's he as the dad on Girl Meets World now. Yeah, but I don't like that show. I tried to watch it, but, I mean, it's not made for me. It's made for little kids.
4: I've never seen either of these shows. You've
0: never seen Boy Meets World? No. It was part of the TGIF uh, lineup on ABC back in the day.
4: Yeah, but I'm was 10 bang. years older than you guys, if not more.
0: That's true. What, Red Band, what was a recent
4: dream that you remember? Ooh, uh, shit. Oh, I had a dream about my car, uh, that my car uh, broke, and then I tried to get it fixed. And then, actually, let's talk about what Janice's dream uh, was. She She just wrote me, my girlfriend, and wrote, I had such a weird dream that I was a part of this Mexican family, and one of our family members died, and out of respect, we smoked her last of her cigarettes. Well, that's an odd dream. That's
0: a very odd dream.
2: <laughs> that's crazy because Joel told me that he had a dream last night that he was part of an Asian family, and one of them died and they had to smoke their cigarettes. So,
4: that's true. Joel, did you have any dreams recently? Uh, I can't remember my... I always remember my dreams like for like... Couple hours after, and then completely gone. Like six hours later. Yeah, I just remember being yelled
3: at by Jeremiah to stop snoring. That was it. Yeah, that usually happens. But that's real though. That's a real thing that happens. Yeah,
0: we had a we had a good time in uh, Salt Lake City last night at the Kill Tony show. That was that was actually that crowd was crazy. They're super into the show. It's it's kind of interesting to the different cities on the road. Who is like really good and like really into it and then other audiences that you think are going to be a little bit more rambunctious or whatever and they're like more reserved like i was shocked how reserved that manchester audience was when we were there because everybody kept telling us how crazy those fans and like how crazy the people are in general in manchester but yeah i
2: think uh i think that's a case of a city that was just sort of like dumbfounded i think uh you know it wasn't as big as it could have been in Manchester. It sold out. It was a small venue. I think the so, venue was
4: weird, too. Yeah, it was we like being in a, a movie theater. theater. Yeah, It was like a movie theater theater.
2: Yeah, it sold out, like, immediately. And those that means, you know, those people are such big fans that they can't fucking believe that we're coming there. So then when we're actually there, they don't know how to sort of react. But we were also dead that day. So it was a give and take. They had, they had more energy than we had
0: yeah that was that was an interesting show for sure had, had that food poisoning incident uh red Band, in uh the last uh roadcast episode that we did uh one of the questions i asked tony and joel was uh what's one of the worst places you've ever stayed at like as far as gigging or in a hotel on the road do you have do you have a bad hotel story
4: um or airbnb yeah. You know, I don't really mess with air. I only mess with Airbnbs when I'm with you guys. Uh, I, I'm never Airbnbed myself. Um, really? Yeah. You know, I, I like air like like last nights was great and stuff. I just I have something with I just like being in a nice not it doesn't even have to be expensive, but it has to be like a clean hotel where I know they clean the sheets every day. I know they have the basic you know shit that I need. Uh, like like I love just like courtyard by Marriott's and residence Inns, you know, like, you know, like $79 hotels that are usually have a nice clean bed. And I don't know, I just, sometimes Airbnbs get a little sketch to me.
0: Tony brought up an Airbnb that we stayed at on the Monster Energy drink tour that I completely blocked out of my head that there was, there was a dog, uh, hair issue. And, uh, I stayed on uh, the, there's like a couch or something that...
2: I think you accidentally slept in a dog bed. That may also be part of the problem.
0: So it was a couch that was just covered in dog hair, and I was just like inhaling dog hair as yeah. I as I went to sleep, and and uh, I felt like I had something in the back of my throat the the rest of the day. I was like,
5: ah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was uh, there was one place I stayed at where. It was just gross. It was it was like a, a a cheaper hotel, but inside the the bed there was a what looked like a condom that was washed with the sheets, so it melted into a ball. And I kept on touching it with my foot, like what the f-? like I thought it was a tag of a sheet, and I pulled it out. And it's just this melted condom. <laughs>
0: uh, and where was this at? Uh,
4: this I forget. I, th- I want to say Ed. I want to <laughs> say I was on the road with like. Quigley or some Dean Del Rey or somebody like that. Wow. I don't remember.
0: That's freaking crazy, dude. Uh, yeah,
2: I had one of those melted condoms too. I was at the same hotel as you. Oh huh, yeah. I said, I'm not going rubber to smother with you. All right.
4: Have you ever had the thing where you're in your room and then a somebody else just walks in like a guest with their luggage, like they gave the The room to a whole nother person while you're inside. That happened to me twice where I was just like sleeping and suddenly the door opens and I just hear somebody walk. I'm like, hello? Hello? And it's just a family of people coming in. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah.
3: Those kids were scarred for life. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They just walk in on red band, twirling a melted condom between his fingers.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) right.
0: It's so, it's so. Kind of cool and weird to be traveling while doing a podcast. Because as we look around, like we were passing like mountains and stuff earlier near Utah. Now we're and buffalos, like and buffalos and bison <laughs> and saber toothed tigers. <laughs> <laughs> it was
4: wild. Now there's just like a lot of like open. I don't think I've ever space. been to Idaho before, and. It, I feel like anytime I'm in Idaho, like I, or anytime somebody brings up Idaho, I always just go for the potato reference. So I don't really know anything else other than Idaho and potatoes.
2: Where do you guys think bison exist? Do you know where in America they live? Fuddruckers. Yeah, they're like... Uh, <laughs> the bison burger? <laughs> the, uh, so they the Great Plains? Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Buffalo Wild Wings has a yes. few. All right, well... There you go. Here, here is where they exist, is the answer. Probably Montana has some bison. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're right next to Montana. I'm aware. There you go.
0: Just to let you know. I'm just going to say that that was just a brown cow earlier even looking. I was looking directly at there's five brown cows
2: You're taking Joel's side for comedic effect in this and you know it I can see this Dude no, I, no, I believe no, it no, I believe I, that
3: he he's with me You saw this. you saw the brown cows right I saw the brown cows I heard I heard Tony there, there was another moment where I looked at straight up cows and he goes those are also bison <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah they go you go look They're, Dude, they're milking he, that bison <laughs>
0: <laughs> look at that look at that white bison with those black spots on it what's going on with that, that? is that bison a Dalmatian milk? bison oh my
3: God. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bison cheese factory
4: right here <laughs> well alright well. do you know do you know <laughs> okay, do you know okay, horse okay. milk is a real product that you can buy and drink really yeah
5: <laughs> I mean, <how laughs> did you fuck? buy it? You <laughs> I mean, it?
4: No, I I saw a thing the other day on it where like it's becoming more and more popular because there's all these like almond milks and you know different kinds of milks lately, and then that horse there's milk, like cashew milk, yeah, yeah, cashew milk's good, but uh, horse milk, I guess, doesn't taste the best.
3: One, one thing I've learned while working at a coffee shop uh, is white people love oat milk. Yeah. Oat <laughs> milk is... Red good.
4: man saying that, like, it's a
0: shock. And Tony's just, like, sitting, driving, just like... <laughs> yeah. Of course it
3: doesn't taste good. It's a horse. Tony's, Tony's <laughs> trying to make a bison appear with his mind just so he could prove us wrong. He's like, <laughs> there. There it is. That's there a bison. It
2: it's a bison. We're going to see a bison before the end of this podcast. Uh, and I'm going to make you tilt that camera towards it. And it's going to be, like, goddamn... Bigfoot video. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna Could've, roll it
3: back and sl- yeah. hey, what's that over there? A Bicentennial.
2: <laughs> you guys
0: ever see uh, Silence of the Lambs with uh, Bison Bill and uh, <laughs>
3: Tony? That's yeah. Buffalo Bill. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a bison. <laughs> yeah, a lot of bison boys out here. <laughs> a lot of bison boys. <laughs> oh man.
0: What's what's the weirdest? Uh, we do a lot of meet and greets after these shows uh, for Kill Tony and for the most part everybody is super cool and super nice and uh there's this one guy last night though that was so drunk that he kept forgetting that he already hugged Redman. so now, i think he was just
4: flirting with me or something because he he because he like literally hugged me like twice and <laughs> yeah, then and, and then i then, just like, saw a bison over there <laughs> I mean,
3: what's over there in that field right there are those what are those let's see
4: you think that guy was flirting with you, Redman? I Man? I did because he like tried to hug me like multiple times and he was very aggressive about it.
2: He was a, a drunk fan. You think he wanted to butt fuck you? Well, he 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 literally well, Flirting to that is a pretty big extreme,
4: <laughs> but I mean, I guess so. He like he like hugged me That's and then like Tony 5 minutes later he is. Five minutes later, he goes, can I get another hug, bro?" Or can I get a hug? And I'm like, you already hugged me. He goes, no, I didn't. And I'm like, he goes, let me hug you one more time. And I'm like, okay. And then Jeremiah, then like one minute later, he goes, can I get a hug, Brian? And Jeremiah's like, dude, you've hugged him like already twice. I had to jump in. Yeah. You've hugged him enough. Please move on, buddy. <laughs> Guys, it's that way, that
0: way, Breadbane didn't have to be the dick in the situation. Yeah.
2: Jeremiah the cock blocker Watkins over here. My God. Saving people from bear attacks.
3: Bear <laughs> Who's the bear in this situation? Redman. Oh. Oh my. Oh my. Yeah, or, a,
2: or a or a bison, you know, whatever you want to call it.
0: Redman, what are you looking at on your laptop back
4: there? <laughs> Juicy Asians on Reddit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Juicy Asians. What do we call them? Dumplings? <laughs> oh my God. Joel, how you doing
0: back there, buddy?
3: Oh, uh, you know, just back here with uh, Red Band looking at this weird stuff every couple of seconds. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. What is, so, what is it? I'll just say that the caption says, who wants to fuck me next?
2: Jesus Christ. It and, was a uh, big so gaping get, and vagina. And just, just
0: to let you guys know... um, it's 1.35 in the afternoon right now. 1.35 in the afternoon. 1:35 in the afternoon right now. There is a creep watch in the middle of the SUV in the <laughs> Yukon in, 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 in Idaho. Country. We are coming in strong to Boise, Idaho later this evening. But there is a 24-hour creep watch in effect while Brian
3: Redban is in the state of Idaho. <laughs>
5: mm.
3: God. I'm gonna. I'm looking up bison sound effects. I want to know what a bison sounds like. Oh, no, it goes. No, it's
2: (laughs)
5: It's
2: crazy. I don't know why you don't believe me. Like, I don't know what a bison looks like, it has a flatter head than a cow. (laughs) (laughs) Can we uh, get the National (laughs) Geographic
3: description? (laughs) Right here, we've got a bison. Do you do copyright for National Geographic? <laughs> it's a flat-headed cow. Oh fuck! Now, as you can see here, kids, uh, this is
2: a this is a bison cow. <laughs> it's got the same head as a cow, but it's just a little bit flatter. You guys, you guys do know that bisons and cows are extremely closely related, right? Well, now you're splitting hairs. No, hairs are are more like a bunny rabbit. <laughs> Uh, Oh, there's some bison. But you do know that they're practically the same.
4: Yeah, sure.
2: (laughs) When you you say sure, like, I mean. No, no, no. We
4: we totally. uh, Just so you can see what a
2: bison looks like, Jeremiah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that looks nothing like a freaking (laughs) cow. He
3: starts sweating. He goes, oh. He goes, oh. uh, I mean, uh, mean, uh, whoops. Of course I know what a bison looks like. It's got feathers. It's got a...
0: It has a mating call that's like...
5: (laughs) All right.
2: All right. Okay. All right. This is good old fun. (laughs) Bisons and friendships. You know Uh, what I mean? God damn it. Red band,
0: we missed you in the other in the other episode in the car. Yeah. Because you flew you
4: flew into Vegas. I did. Yeah. I did. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> wow. This is, uh... You know, those southwest flights from Burbank Airport were only hundred and seventy nine dollars. So I was like, you know what? Let's just take this. Sometimes yeah. flying is it when flying's cheap it's great. You know, especially out a Burbank airport. <laughs> <laughs> this Burbank episode airport. Is
0: sponsored by the City of Burbank. I've never flown out of Burbank. Really? really? Yeah. It's, it's a really though
4: if every airport was like Burbank airport, it would I would fly every day. It'd be way easier.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a smaller airport than LAX.
4: And so. you could you you walk right into the plane like you don't like it's outside, and you could either go on the front or the back. So you could actually like just go to the back of the airplane and sit down if you want to. It's when you exit, do they let you do that? Yeah, but man, which I, is so oh. much faster when you can get out the front yeah, and the back ways? of an airplane. Yeah. yeah.
3: What is with when they when they when they finally let you take your seatbelts off and it's time to get out? Why do the people from the back like stand up and grab their like you have you still have to wait for everyone up front to get out? Like why don't Some they people just, just want
4: to stand up? I think.
3: I guess. It feels like some people want to like
4: rush and they, they end up just clogging everything. I hate the people that try to ditch you. It's like, everyone's going in order, dude. Why are you trying to like, that kind of
0: is a huge pet peeve of mine. Whenever I'm traveling, if somebody tries to like in a row or two tries to cut ahead, I'm like, like everybody's filing out single file from seat to seat. What are you trying to do? I've literally looked at somebody and I go, do you not know how planes work?
3: (laughs) Wow. Whenever
0: I get real snippy on
3: flights Yeah, once a week <laughs> Every flight I've seen somebody open like the window next to Jeremiah Or no, you said someone opened it You like lean over them and closed it and you were no, like, no, 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 oh, this
0: uh. guy leaned over me To open the window that's whenever it. I was at the window seat and I, got, and I looked at him directly in his eyes And I shut it right back Because I'm like, that's
1: my freaking
0: window And the sun's out, what are you doing? I'm trying to nap
2: People are so, so dumb on airplanes. It's truly, I mean, it's mind boggling to me. And I hate to say it, oh, look at all those bison Bison fire. Those yeah. are
0: black cows. <laughs> Pretty, well- you know, I'm kidding.
2: Those were cows. Uh,
0: um, Underneath his sunglasses, his eyes are shifting like, <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: His eyeballs are shaped like bison's. <laughs> It's all he can see. I don't know. Maybe whatever like a cartoony joke that didn't work in real life.
2: Anyway, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be the bad guy because you need people like me to say, hey, look at Tony. You know, that's the bad guy. But I'm going to say it is that also depending on the city that you're going to or coming from, you can really get a vibe for how fucking stupid people are from certain places like where they say, oh, things move a little bit slower in the south. Like, yeah, well, (laughs) you can tell that immediately if you're flying into the South. Like, I mean, there's some exceptions like, you know, Dallas, Austin, Houston. Those are sort of like business hubs. So it's not that bad. But, you know, say, remember uh, Raleigh, North Carolina and, you know, upstate New York is a garbage pile. Just a pure, pure pile of stupid people up there. Um, you know, there's a lot of them. I'm sure we're gonna you, you're gonna get a vibe for it in uh, on that June leg of this tour, Omaha, Nebraska, Lawrence, Kansas. I mean, whatever we're flying into, it's gonna fucking bag of dicks is what it is because it's gonna suck. So,
0: I uh, I think that's a little negative uh, way to look at it. I gave
2: it a I gave it a preface, but it but my point isn't my point is is you know flying back to LA a lot for example you get a good barometer for it you could tell where you're flying in from based on how they act on the plane you know perfect another perfect example flying to Vegas you know you're almost bound to be on a plane with a lot with a lot of idiots a lot of dumb tourists that you know work hard for their money and are about to go blow it in Vegas they're about to blow their hard earned money And, uh, you know, there's also smart people that go to Vegas, there's smart people that go to Raleigh, there's smart people that fly to upstate New York, but if you're sitting in the middle of an airplane, you can get a good vibe for different places and how sort of trashy they can be. This is America, baby. I love it. Don't get it twisted. Like, it's a great thing, but it is annoying when you fly as much as we do, you notice these things more. If you don't fly a lot, then you don't know what fucking speed people get off a plane. Right? Like, oh, hey, this is how people get off of planes. I don't fucking know. Right. But when you fly every goddamn weekend, you learn pretty quickly. Like, oh, this fucking, look at these idiots. Like, it's mind boggling. Atlanta is a good example. I mean, I love Atlanta. Huge city. But a lot of bad travelers mixed into these flights. A lot of obese people mixed into these flights. A lot lot of of people drinking fucking you know giant fountain
0: uh, that's what tony calls fat people on planes dude i sat next to this bison the other day <laughs> on a plane dude it was it was crazy i
2: once sat next to uh who's the guy from street fighter A uh, commander bison. Bison? Yeah, M. M. Bison. M. bison yeah
3: yeah i was trying to think of a way to make that joke since i got into this car but uh well, keep trying
1: i know
3: uh so brian uh I
0: asked this question to Tony on the last episode of, what were some of his favorite characters uh, that uh, we've done as a band? Do you have any that uh, we've done? It could be even more obscure, maybe we've only done once, or it could be some of the, the
4: recurring ones, but do you have ones that uh, we've done where you're like, yeah, I like these. Well, we were just talking today about how, speaking of Street Fighter, you guys did Street Fighter once, and how great that was. You know, like Joel was uh, Blanco. Blanco and and Ryu, and of course, Chroma Chris was Ken or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, I really like those because he looked exactly like the characters. I thought that was really cool. Yeah,
0: I was, I was talking to, uh, we were talking about that at lunch, but uh, those were hard to like improvise as because we don't really know. Like, I guess we could have made our own like interpretation of those which if we bring them back we might uh but we played it pretty straightforward like video game characters and they're literally two-dimensional characters
3: yeah
4: so i also like the mario brothers i i, I thought that was a fun uh one well you had tons of sound effects for that one and yeah. stuff have A whole we, soundboard
3: we, just for we? that episode <laughs> dun, 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 dun. yeah that was the day you got waxed that was the day i got waxed yeah yeah Cause for some reason, yeah. While well, you're getting it done, we're like dra- uh, Chris is Toad and I'm Luigi, and I'm watching you get your balls uh, waxed, and uh, it's a funny visual. Yeah,
0: I was uh, I was Mario and Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers that night. Somebody Jeez.
3: wants us to bring that back, by the way. What's that? The Red Hot Chili Peppers. They go. Oh, yeah,
0: again. yeah. We'll bring we'll bring the peppers back at some cool. point. The, well, yeah. That's a that's a fun one. When uh, are you gonna do it? We never say.
2: Oh, you don't want to give it away now? Hey! Hey. Hey. Okay, it was a bison.
3: I believe it. After that sort of sharpness. Whoa. God. That's
0: all it took, dude. Just one little thing. Dude, there's a farm of bison that we're passing right over there. That's wild.
2: They are. uh, Bison
0: are wild. So, is there some characters that okay that you may at first whenever we brought them out you're like i don't know if these are gonna work and then you
4: ended up liking them probably the milkman you know like at first it's like oh milkman how what are, how this is gonna get boring or you know like, like they're just milkmen, right but then you know the dynamic of especially joel's drunk character uh what's his name uh Bill Billingsley. Yeah, bill Billingsley. well yeah i'm constantly scolding
0: him yeah because <laughs> like he's on one end of the spectrum of like the super nice guy and then bill his life is just like falling apart uh, on stage bill went to jail in phoenix that night did he really he was, yeah dude i heard that bill was showing his pubes to a bunch of fans after the shows and oh. uh red band actually had to scold him
3: could be a to, reason uh, why he went to jail yeah it, it seems like it's gonna be a while till yeah we see I, that guy. I
0: actually heard that bill billings who was kind of showing his butt and taking pictures with his butt out uh in the lobby of stand up live in Phoenix did you hear about that Red Band no I didn't yeah it's it's pretty interesting wow alright top hated characters Red Band oh. Tony I know you were Jones and I'll get to you in a second or I can start with Tony Red Band yeah start with Tony alright cause I already know what he's gonna say puppeteers that's really yes. really at the at, at, that's one at the top of your list
2: now yep it's at the tippity-top, actually. It's almost almost past uh, Mental Patience, which I know that we will never see again, uh, but...
0: You will see those again.
2: Uh, um, yeah, on an episode of Jeremiah Wonders, perhaps. Uh, but yeah, Puppeteers is my new um, my new least favorite.
0: We debuted uh, the Puppeteers on the episode of Kill Tony Las Vegas, and uh, I'm actually shocked to hear that that surpassed Mental Patience.
2: Well, it didn't really surpass mental patients because, you know, mental patients to me were so bad that they're just off the list. Like, I, I think every once in a while it's it, it should be part of your repertoire to, like, you know, retire some of these things that don't work, you know? You don't have to do every joke you ever wrote. Some things you test out and you're like, ah, it's not really in our wheelhouse. You can put them to, put them to rest. Uh, but, I mean, Puppeteers is just way too busy too much going on then the puppets are talking responding to you after you <laughs> scold them about something there's just uh, too much going on it's already a busy show it's already the busiest podcast anywhere ever uh, so when there's um, you know eight band members instead of two you know that's a big deal Chroma Chris works as a member of the full-time band because he doesn't float a lot of things out there you guys are both you know on top of the jokes always thinking you know jeremiah and joel are always there listening to the show uh figuring out a way to get the characters in and when there's that much going on uh it's uh it's just a little bit too much and by a little bit i mean a lot i will say this is that if it was you know the black puppets for example And just them and the puppeteers weren't like, oh, why would you say that? Oh, I believe it. Oh, but, you know, you're not supposed to say it. Oh, but come on. You know what I mean? Like there's parts where it just becomes a whole different fucking show.
3: That gives me an idea. I mean, what if this might be uh, blowing down the third wall? But if we came out in all black with black masks on, like we were we were not even there. And the puppets were the actual is the only way that we talked. Hey. Like, yes,
2: that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. As long as there's not a ton of people talking. Yeah. It's, uh, there are.
0: Joel's talking about being in the black, uh, bodysuits, like the Liker bodysuits. Yeah. Uh, that, that puppeteers use, uh, in, uh, for some, some big, like, production shows. Yeah. Uh, they, like, if like do a do that. green screen suit.
3: Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, could be interesting. Because then it's just one voice. I did find it difficult. When I got out there, I was like, oh, I'm fucking like in deep water here.
0: Everyone knows I'm in over my head, over my head.
3: Know that song? Yeah.
0: Eight
2: seconds. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend, that ledge, my friend.
3: Do another song, Jeremiah. Let's see if we can make it. If we could change the lyrics to that, uh, okay. Uh, well, I want you got an eye
0: and like a flame to a candle. My
2: friend, my friend,
0: oh do, you, do, 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 do. step back from that. Let my friend do do, do. Oh, boop boo. I mean, he's really good at it. I don't know how he does it.
3: (laughs) He's almost as good at that as he is at spotting bison. Oh, wow. That's
0: really a... All right, character... Bison-heavy episode. uh, It really is. Uh, Bison are heavy, man. Characters that you did not like, Red Band.
2: And I'll even even say this, is that, you know, Street Fighter, Mario, I mean, really, Street Fighter, great-looking, some of the best-looking characters, but to me looks mean almost less than nothing
0: that's what i was saying about like the ones that sometimes if we nail the look like if we don't have like if we don't have a well of stuff to draw from then it's just not you know
2: to me it's all about perspective from the characters
0: well that's what any good character it's all about point of view and perspective so i agree with you on that
2: that I love are the ones that I don't even get your joke at first and then a second later I'm like oh it's cuz he's uh so
4: gotcha redman I, I don't really didn't really I don't really have any ones that stick out that I didn't like cuz they're all funny because I think even if they're not the strongest characters you just doing the characters in, in that role, like, it still makes me laugh. So I don't I don't have any, like, I've never had one where I'm like, I hate those characters. Those are horrible characters.
2: Oh,
0: that's nice to hear.
4: Yeah, you
2: did. You didn't, yeah. like, you didn't like the mental hospital patients. I mean, it just simply didn't work. Well, the only one that I, I still feel bad about
0: is uh, the old people when I ran the Rascal Scooter into the table and the drinks got on Red Band's iPad.
2: And my oh, yeah. lap. My lap? How about that? What
0: about my lap? <laughs> Dude, the iPad's way more important than your lap.
2: All right. well.
0: Yeah, I had to buy a new iPad. Yeah. I know. Ooh. That made me feel pretty horrible.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, you look like you feel real bad about the it. The casualties from the show. Uh,
4: oh. it's, I am so annoyed right now. What's up? So Burbank has its own water and electricity. <laughs> Back and to Burbank and- stuff. It's not like a big electric company, and there's always problems with billing, to the point where I've like done auto-pay so many times, but then I'll wake up and have no power, and they're like, oh, we don't, you know, we don't see any auto-pay. And I'm like, it worked for the last four months, how do you not see it? Well, my girlfriend just texts me like, hey, our power's out. And so I, I try to log into Burbank Power, and it's like my passwords aren't working, and I try to like forget password. It says, oh, we don't see an account. There's an email they sent me like three months ago. Hey, new website. All your old information doesn't transfer over, so you need to re-register and do a new auto pay. So like,
0: fucking. So I annoying. always forget my passwords on billing
4: sites. Yeah, because they make you do so many case sensitive and. Well, there's there's ones. a app that I recommend. It's called Passable, and you just put all your passwords into one app. And so then anytime you forget it, you just go to this one app, and it unlocks, and you can see all your passwords. Cool.
3: It's all encrypted. Or yeah, it's all super encrypted. That's cool. Um,
0: what do you guys think about the uh, the evolution of the uh, the regulars on the show? Because we started out with, you know, uh, with the female regulars, and now uh, we've had Malcolm Hatchett, uh, African American male, and now we have William Montgomery, a uh, Caucasian male. Uh, For me, it's been kind of interesting just to see where the following of the show has how that's developed with the regulars because I feel like back in the day, there wasn't as like a strong of a connection with the regulars as there are now. Like what happened with Malcolm, like, like he was instantly embraced like by the Kill Tony fan base. And then William has... I feel like he's grown a little bit more steadily with like people like getting on board with what he does because it's very different
2: it's a uh, it's a battle of styles you know uh everybody has their different um hooks and styles and you know malcolm clearly a short joke specialist not necessarily one-liner still set up punch but quick fire so it works with the format of the show he's got a likable delivery an extremely positive lively attitude so he's a very likable comedian and um you know we didn't always have that in the regular spot ally very dry very deadpan great writer uh but not as divisive some jokes are different sometimes it'll be a story about what happens sometimes it'll uh that week or whatever sometimes it'll be a joke Sometimes it'll be self-deprecation. Sometimes it'll be about other people. So, you know, a little bit looser of a dry, more, I I won't say unlikable, but compared to Malcolm or a William, one could almost easily say, you know, less likable. You know, but that wasn't really the move back then. It started off as a way for just us to be good people and be sort of equal opportunity, even because the the number of signups in the bucket originally was greatly, greatly, greatly outweighed uh, men to um, women. We even had a bison sign up once before. (laughs) You
3: motherfucker, that was coming. I know,
2: I could hear you laughing. It's the (laughs) only thing making you laugh right now. So, Uh, uh, I I mean, I I love (laughs) the evolution of the regulars on this show. I, I wouldn't change a single thing. I wouldn't back anything up a week or not. You know, we tried hard uh, with Melissa Esslinger, um, and trying's a part of things, you know? Just like I was just saying about the characters, sometimes you gotta let things go if it's just not working at all. And, uh, you know, so Melissa Esslinger is sort of an example of that. At that time, it didn't work at all for the show, and it was a regular momentum killer and um so yeah what william's doing right now is just unbelievable because he's so different that he actually cracks me up you know a lot of the times even malcolm would i mean i loved him but and he would make the audience crack up but i don't think uh i don't think anyone's ever been on the show that makes me laugh harder than william he's so funny looking he sounds funny Uh, you know one one if, if I were to if I were to be a William troll I guess one could say you know I saw something on social media or something somebody said Williams a bad writer and it's like well I guess you could say that because he's not real when he's not doing he doesn't do a lot of jokes but when he does do jokes they kill harder than almost any other jokes so it's tough to say that. I think stylistically, he doesn't appear to be writing. but
4: It definitely doesn't. has a formula. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that, you know, you know, like a year later, if that formula can still hold up. Well, it's the, like, you know.
0: That's the thing is like when, what's interesting to me is like when the audience is ready for the regular to graduate, quote unquote, like for like. To get a new regular or not it's, it's interesting like how we're kind of discovering that along the way
2: and my bet is that people aren't going to want william to graduate for a while william has a a uh, little bit a little bit more star power i think than anybody we've ever had on before just on even appearance alone i think people want to see william montgomery they want to hear william they want to see if he's going to make us laugh uh i think he's a little bit different than any regular we've ever had on the show and the cool thing is is that now it's evolved to where the regular position on kill tony has become a place to sort of get a real career started i mean how cool is that that I mean, sure, you could get picked up by, I don't know, SNL or whatever and, you know, get uh, something going, I guess, maybe, I guess, uh, nowadays. But for sure, people that get in that spot immediately get heavy representation. They come up with a plan with an actual team and, you know, it's just an actual career jumper. It used to be, wow, you know, if you become a regular on Kill Tony, you, you get uh, spots here and spots with, uh, you know, at the Ice House on the Death Squad shows. And you get uh, maybe, you know, maybe it's easier to get a job at the comedy store, things like that. And now it's um, now it's just on a whole new level. Hey, Bison. Oh, nice. Uh,
0: Joel, I'm going to start with you on this on this question. Cool. I'm, I'm going to go around because I think that this would be a fun one to answer since we're on the road all being good fun. But I think that this is this'll be a, a funny question to to see what everybody says. Of each person that's in this car, what is a pet peeve that somebody does on the show that is a pet peeve of yours? On the show? It could be on the show.
3: Huh. I don't know. Let me think. Um I feel like you just want to say like yours are. Brian, do you have any pet peeves of, of, uh, of any things on the show?
4: Uh, well, I know that Joel is very, uh, like, you know, ADD, would you yeah. say? Yeah. Uh, so I don't even think he re- realizes that he does it where he's almost constantly always playing the drums, you know, like, like out of excitement. So, like, you'll just see him, like, just kind of, like, playing constantly through the whole thing, which is... You know, it's it, thank God I, I, you know, before I edit all the audio, I turned down that a lot because if it wasn't that, if I didn't have that ability to, the whole podcast would have a soundtrack of, uh, Joel's ADD on the drums. And you know, that when you, you're working out with your, your headphones on, that could probably be very, very distracting. Sure. So fair point. Okay. Great,
0: Joel. Do you do you have one? Huh? We're op- We're opening the
3: the can of worms now. No, I. This I is feel, exciting. I feel this like is how the, we. This is how we grow. All, all, all the pet <laughs> peeves I have about the show are things that I do that I wish I, w- I would stop, or like whatever. Like I just, uh, but I'm trying to learn, trying to sit back, home runs only, trying to listen more. You know, I don't really. I think whatever everybody. What the fuck are you guys laughing? No, I'm kidding. I want to know what you guys have to say. An
4: intervention, Joel. Uh,
3: <laughs> I'll jump out of this fucking car right now right into bison country and you'll never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Tony?
2: It's all like Joel shit. <laughs> it's like- yeah, it's really, you know, Joel, uh, I was going to say, you know. No, I mean, I'm very open on this show about the things that annoy me. Uh... Mostly in the sound effect department. Uh, any any sound effects? That yes, yeah, so I allow only one fart per episode.
0: Uh, Red band rebuttal. Which somehow one fart is fair. my Just getting back now after having to change out the batteries real quick. Anything can happen on the road. On the roadcast, anything can happen. Really? Anything can happen. Anything can happen, and uh, the questions that we uh, that we were asking, we'll go back backwards just a little bit. Well, you could probably
4: just go to the audio of the uh, camera and, and just It'll have... sound a little. Uh,
0: I guess we could. Yeah, that's more better. All right, that's more better. You heard
2: mo better Monday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Tony had just said uh,
2: that he. Uh, very open about on kill tony i'm very open about things that i find annoying uh you know sometimes to me there's a lot of you know distractions in the sound effect department usually it's sound effects of farting or uh um usually and and red bands agreed with me on this every time we've talked about it but somehow again every episode it makes an appearance any sound effects that have like a voice in it like I guess the one is the annihilation one is okay, right? Fatality, any any
4: fatality those words? Or, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no. The like, only the only voice one I agree with that. The only voice ones I usually use is the uh, fatality or Trump. the, the Trump one. Snoop for Shizzle Dizzle. I don't even do this the this, uh, Snoop Dogg much anymore. Yeah.
2: But there's like a bunch of buttons that is almost never played on the episode, but. You know,
4: yeah, I never over, use us over
2: almost six years now. We've tried, you know, you try different things and this and that, and, you know, there's a fine line, like any of the sound effects where people say things I find annoying. Yeah, I agree. But then again, there's like, if, if the sound effect is, it's been like that much, of it's a little been, bit of, yeah, you know, difference or recognizability that I love. Um, and <laughs> every once in a while there's a pile on, I guess. Of sound effects, But again, on this show, I'm very... You could you could see me literally like, Brian, what are you doing?
0: Redband, rebuttal. Do you have anything that Tony does? Rose battle? What do you mean, rebuttal? No. Let me do this. Rebuttal. Redband, do you have anything <laughs> that Tony does that that annoys you at points? Great start to the uh, tour. Uh,
4: We're bonding. Uh, fleshing I mean, things out. No, I mean, sometimes, you know, he has his little fits, but... For the most part, everything runs pretty smooth nowadays.
2: Oh, I got another one. The flashlight. If, if that flashlight could stay away during the... I mean, I, it's so hard. Well, I don't I'm know
4: I don't, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, their teeth glowed. Uh, so it looked really cool when they came out. That's why I was shining it on them, because their oh. teeth glowed. Great for I a podcast. I, I, I for the need, video podcast, I yes, it was great. I
2: don't know if I need glowing teeth on...
3: You know what was butter. cool? When you lit up the, the water bottle. Yeah. Last night when you're like sell the water bottle and all you right, like lit well, it up.
2: Again, I mean it's I think we're talking about things that we don't like, right? So anyway, all <laughs> all I'm saying is that I mean, This is why this is fun. Yeah. For who? You're like right.
3: you set like a bomb it's and just, walked away Jeremiah. No, no,
4: Joel, you have to pick something. You know something. Jeremiah, you do- Jeremiah, what is something that you don't like about what Tony does on the show? Yeah. And
2: then say two things you don't like about what Red Band does.
3: <laughs> and then me and you make out. All
2: right. Um well the only the only
0: thing that for me, and we've already we've already talked about it offstage, so it's not a surprise. If Tony, in my opinion, is not supportive of the character early on, it really hurts us, in my opinion, during the episode because we start off in the negative rather than be able to like give us a couple role. examples yes. please yes
2: yes that's exactly what i was going to say red banner on the same page give us a couple of examples of characters that i buried
0: <coughs> part of it is a miscommunication on our end and your end if we don't if we don't label things properly and i think that that's why uh, why a couple of the the ones that were uh, Hated uh, by you guys, mental patients was one because you labeled us as crazy people, just crazy. What would you call it? Mental patients. Okay. It's a big difference, even though it's a it's a subtle thing.
2: You're saying so. You're saying that if I called you mental patients, it would be better for you than if I called you crazy people.
0: Absolutely. If you, as soon as you label somebody crazy, you start discrediting everything. Did they say? Did
2: you correct me when I said crazy people to what you are? Were you like, oh, we're not crazy people. We're mental patients.
3: I don't remember.
0: I don't remember. But I said, that's what I'm saying. Part of it is, is a problem on our end too. If we didn't lay We had that great. problem
3: with, uh, we were, we were supposed to be different drugs. We were supposed to be embodying different drugs. And you called us drug addicts and we didn't correct you. We should have said, no, we're not. We're not drug addicts. We are, we
2: are the drugs. <laughs> All right. By the way, you can add that to the list of characters that I didn't like. Well, yeah, that was one that didn't go well.
3: I know you want to know what my favorite is that Jeremiah hates. We were chefs oh, one time. God. And out of nowhere, Jeremiah goes, he wants to be a Jamaican chef. So he wore dreadlocks and it was like the dumbest. It was it was it's
0: my least favorite character I've ever done on stage.
5: <laughs> what are, what are some
0: it was, le- it was literally like the- You uh, want was, jerk chicken? You <laughs> want some jerk chicken? It was like, it was literally the evolution of Skeeter, like of doing the character Skeeter, like the white dreadlock guy, who like is kind of like an island guy. It was the evolution of before Skeeter. It was like pre-Skeeter. So it was like all this stuff that was like, I was just wanting to do that character, but I didn't have the vehicle for it yet. So it was just so that. You thought
3: chefs would be a great time. To and do also
0: it. gym rats. That's up there for me as one of my least favorite characters. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I didn't like Jim rats. That was. I hated Jim rats so much. As, and, and, uh, yeah.
2: I cannot believe that you hated gym rats more than mental patients. I can't believe it. It went so bad. At least the gym rats, you guys just looked fucking like I've never seen you guys look like like almost like uh, like it's like uh it was like it was like if an orphanage put on, like, a musical or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys had such sadness behind your eyes. Like, especially you, Jeremiah. <laughs> and I've seen you
0: I was it. having to move the snout to play saxophone.
2: <laughs> I've seen you literally do thousands of characters, but I've never seen you <laughs> more ashamed to be a character than you were when you were gym rats. because you weren't even gym rats. You were literally, the character was sad gym rats.
0: Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was a rough one. (laughs) We've had, (laughs) 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 what do you remember some characters that we dressed up as where, where you couldn't tell what it was right away? We were like, what? I mean,
2: last night, for example, it's always fun for me because you've obviously only done Vampire Elvis now twice as of last night.
0: So And that character is from almost two years ago. That's like an old, old one.
2: Right, so when I first saw you guys last night, I'm like, first thing I thought was, okay, vampires. And I'll make a Danny Trejo joke for Joel, who looks exactly like a tiny Danny Trejo. That's gonna go good. And by the time you made it to the microphone, I go, we've seen these guys before or I don't think we've ever had vampires on the show before is what I said. And you put your finger up. And uh, that's when I was reminded of Vampire Elvis. So question with that said, uh, this is a question I was gonna ask you anyway, before we went to vam- uh, this subject, but how did Vampire Elvis come to be?
0: what's funny about that is i was just supposed to be a normal elvis and you started making fun of me at the top of the show you're like this guy looks like a vampire elvis and then i just committed to it i go that's my name vampire elvis baby and i was vampire elvis the rest of the episode and i was just going to be a normal episode but since you made that appearance joke i literally took half a millisecond i was like oh i do look like that
3: i'm that Wait, so what that's were, amazing. so then what were, so you were, we were just, you were a ghost of Elvis. I was a vampire. Cause weren't you like a vamp? You were just a regular vampire. What? When you were Elvis, the first time that you no, were. The,
0: the very first time we were just going to be
3: vampires. Okay. Cause you said you were just going to be Elvis. So you mean you were just going to be a vampire. And then he said, no, no, no. We were vampires. Yeah. Yeah. And he was saying just like
0: he made the. Oh my the God, that's
2: a, so what happened was, is he was wearing a cape. Right. Yeah. And I'm probably a collared shirt.
0: Yeah. Trying I was to- wearing exactly what, yeah. Right. I was wearing to- during the, the Salt Lake City episode. Wow.
2: So he was basically doing an Elvis and he had the wig, but the wig, you know, that wig, cause you don't want to fuck with it to make it look like Elvis, who sort of has like a, a flippy drip right on the front of his head, haircut type of thing. It's all slicked back. So naturally he looks like a vampire. So, but you didn't even realize that until I said it, right? Until you made the appearance joke. Since you agreed with it so much, you rolled with it. But wait.
3: You, that's what it looks like I'm confused I think we're backwards The things are backwards here You, We were all vampires We are all vampires at, at a, In Hollywood At the comedy store That's what I mean But yeah. you came out with teeth and everything Yeah and as Tony a vampire said, Yeah then Tony said you look like Elvis And then you were vampire Elvis Yeah Okay that's why Because he was backwards He's... about it He thought you came out as Elvis No 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 that's... I came out as a vampire And you made the, the joke That I look like
0: Elvis Are you guys listening to the same podcast as me? That's what I'm yeah, like no
3: because I, I heard Tony hear it backwards I was just trying to clarify I was like, "What?"
0: Now we've said it three different ways, okay. but,
3: but now we got to the but we got yeah, we got right, to it. Now everybody you. gets it. Jesus, so glad we did that. Well,
2: we we didn't actually talk about it three ways. We actually had it right. Okay. We were talking about we were talking about last night in Salt Lake City.
0: This, this is one of my this is something that is a pet peeve if we run something into the
2: ground. <laughs> We didn't, we think that we did. Now we're, now those of you that you like to go down You to talk about running our, into the ground? Oh, well, right, okay, sorry. yeah. Okay, just, I know, just, I know, okay, forget it. <laughs> we were fine, we were talking about two different appearances. We were talking about the first one at the Comedy Store and Salt Lake City, not the same one, they got... No, I know. Yeah, so we, yeah. we all heard the same thing. We were just talking about two different things. So we didn't ruin
0: it. We, no, 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 I was saying we heard it three different times because I said it, then you said it, and then Joel to re-explain it. That's Trace. Wow.
2: Anyway. uh, Yes. Okay. Sure. Go ahead.
0: Uh, One of my least favorite things uh, on the show is Joel doing his William
5: Montgomery impression.
2: I feel bad. I agree with that. In fact, I'll take a one. And this is, and it's not even things that I hate. It's something that was corrected early on. We realized, Red Band and I realized early on that the less sound effects are really almost anything during william the better yeah. because much like uh having mental patients on with todd glass having sound effects with william it's uh, too zany right because he's already got all the zane that's a sound true. effects with a with a normal human like a you know a person that answers things honestly you know what i mean then it's like whoa that's fucking you know what i mean like there's something to it these are things that We had to organically figure out, you know what I mean? There was nobody like William before we had it. So that's an interesting fun fact is not only is Joel's impression of him too much when it happens, but sound effects during William, like he's sort of his own part of the show, which I think is cool. It gives everything else a breath before we go towards that final, uh, mountaintop where we have to chase a dragon for the final pick
3: it's like uh, it's just so fun to do that's why I know it's like don't hate me no I don't not at all now <laughs> that I think about it I'm like yeah that makes sense that's a lot of things like you don't think you're doing anything kind of like wild or wrong until somebody brings it to your attention and then you go oh yeah that, that makes sense I'm not too like full of myself to, to hear like a suggestion or something and not and like not take it in you know <laughs> I can learn from my mistakes. One one of my least favorite store unlocked.
0: One th- of <laughs> <laughs> one of my least favorite things for me. Uh, this is just like a, a a general thing. Is if we end the show and my last joke of the night was a clunker, it messes with me
4: the rest of the night. Oh yeah. I you know one thing that I really like that you guys do, but you guys always forget. I think is. When somebody does shitty I've been doing that a lot I know lately. you have, you have yeah, but yeah. Joel never does it. So it doesn't sound as it should because I don't know
3: when you're gonna do it. You mean like the yeah.
4: Like we start we don't play the
0: song like well. We're supposed to it, it devolves. Like it's like, like it's dear, dear, sounds like a
3: broken
4: down dear. carousel or something. Oh, uh, okay we'll practice like that like ting, ting,
3: you know I mean? okay yeah for sure like just like
0: sloppier basically
3: Gotcha.
4: i know exactly yeah like we're yeah. breaking down i love, like the I love that there there was one time recently we i forget which it episode recently. that worked so oh, perfect cool. yeah that, even the audience got it you know like. yeah i want to
3: hear that all right well welcome back to jeremiah wonders well i'm
0: i'm very i'm wondering a lot about yeah. different things this episode because is there any anything that uh, any notes uh, that Redman or Tony you'd like to give uh, Joel and I, since we're in the same car and we're on this road, we're on a freaking tour right now. This is exciting. We're, we're hitting a bunch of different states and cities. And is there anything that you that you like that we do or do you want us to keep up or that we are not doing that you might want to see?
4: I do think sometimes that when we're interviewing somebody, like say, like we ask them, hey, what's, you know, where did you grow up? and he's like telling us, I feel like a lot of times, we, all of us interrupt the person too much. Yeah, for sure. Like, like sometimes he's like, well, I've been trying to say it five times, you know, oh, where right. everyone's trying to get out jokes, which is fine, but I also think sometimes it's really annoying to listen to like somebody trying to answer a question over and over and over and over. Again. Which means yeah.
2: I also have to ask it again. I have to reset it again, so they have to hear that again and perhaps still no answer, which I think, you know, it's, it's one of those chaotic things where when you're doing a raw, unproduced, completely improvised show, it's crazy. But that's a note that I've, that's the note I've given the most on this show to- Yeah, listen. You guys and you know what I mean? Uh, but at the same time, it's a it's a double-edged sword because sometimes you guys will get a joke out there and interrupt that fucking absolutely destroys, you know what I mean? Or, or perhaps even inspires me to ask it a different way or to think a different way but and i think you guys have gotten a lot better at that too i think that
0: it's a it's a balance it's just like we're we're trying to find that footing all the time of like oh okay yeah we need to let this breathe a little bit more before we contribute another joke let let the story be told so then we will be inspired for new jokes rather than cutting it off too early and not getting enough, yielding as much result as you would waiting a little bit longer.
2: And also, the more we find out, the more we fucking find out, the more we actually have to work with. Instead of racing to a joke about, you know, about the one thing we know about them, you know, again and again and again and making the joke about, oh, the bison or whatever it is, you know what I mean? You just find, like, a different thing to, you get to, they give you the information to make, the jokes like i mean perfect example like in which is it's a little bit more of an extreme because you knew what you were doing but when you were uh what's the reggae guy's name skeeter skeeter and we're interviewing oh my god what's his name optimus osiris osiris about the this pet snake that he had and this and he had to put the snake to sleep and i'm like so fucking intrigued and uh we didn't even find out that the snake it took you were it was one of those things and again that's when it's good but even when it's good even when it's getting a laugh even when it's funny it can still drive me crazy i mean I, the oh i got another thing because i couldn't believe by the time that we found out that the snake was tied to a chair <laughs> which was i mean you just can't beat that when the get by and by the way, when the guests are really funny like that and they didn't even know it and 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 that just came out of thin air. That's the show to me is giving them a chance to shine. Like if we're supposed to hit home runs. The expectations for us are sky high. But when we drive that story out of somebody that they didn't even fucking okie dokie. The, the car, the... what is happening?
0: It's a weird split off in the uh, now the we're road going towards
4: <laughs> traffic, and but that guy over there is
0: weird. What? The that's like hell? a truck route that's on the other side. We're in a weird construction zone right now. We're heading to. Anything we're on the same side as on the, the road oncoming traffic. Jeremiah wonders. Wow. Yeah, we're fine. This is just like it's literally just splitting lanes.
2: Yeah, it was just weird how it
4: happened. Redman, you said you had something. Yeah, uh, I think we need to find a way. Like when the music's playing and the person's coming up on the stage, there's too many times where it's like the guy's trying to talk or he's just waiting for the music to stop. Yeah. And I know you guys want to like get to the end of the the, the chorus part or whatever you guys are doing. But I think we need to find some kind of like easy, like like where, you know, either either it's a sound that you guys do where it's like a turn off a record sound or something or or, uh, because sometimes the guy's just sitting there waiting for the song to end and it's like one or two or three seconds and then Tony has to like reset the all right guys give it up one more time you know and I think that that could work a lot smoother and even if it's like me like doing like a record sound which means just stop all things or something like that like you know like a record scratch sound or something or or, or yeah or something like that well no, we can just well, yeah you gotta, you gotta we'll have, just try to time it differently you gotta
2: have your eyes up and you gotta be willing to let go and get perhaps have a signal to joel or something to or have maybe joel. maybe cover the chorus part that you want to hit that end part went on the wrap-up part or something like that you know i so.
3: think it might even be as easy as like at the store as soon as they cross the table yeah like the second they cross the table it doesn't matter if we're on the downbeat or the upbeat just stop yeah
2: just all hands off Since we're given the note about timing of the band, I I should mention that I think the post set uh, stings should always be within less than five seconds.
4: Yeah, because sometimes Tony wants to talk right to the... And I've got something
2: loaded up. And at that point, when you have something about their set or the thing, or maybe they didn't, you know, usually sometimes... Though I guess if they end with a massive laugh on sixty seconds, then a six-second sting might make sense, right? But sometimes they end on nothing, and then we're waiting, and it's like every second that ticks by as you know. Sometimes windows open and close, right? Yeah.
0: Precious time. So if time. it's about
2: the material, if I have, you know what I mean? It just
3: be yeah. I, I felt it too. Like as soon as they're done, and then I go, fuck, I gotta play these six seconds. Like before yeah, I make this joke. It, what if we just do like a dun dun, even like yeah, like a it should double be like a, 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 yeah. Figured yeah. out. Whatever
4: the song is,
0: oh, like, whatever. yeah, uh, all this stuff is like, I feel like pretty conditional to the moment. But yeah, all good stuff. Yeah, see you guys
3: making headway. Making headway. Yeah. Wait till you see the comments on this. They're like, thank God there are. They're they know what we all hate. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. Not. No, because no, people bitch all the time on like YouTube and stuff, and I'm like. Everything they complain about. Well, mostly it's good. I'd say ninety percent is gr- good stuff. And the end of the other stuff is like stuff that we all know that we're all trying to work on and do better. Every I will time.
0: say, Joel, your your drum solos have gotten crazy good, dude.
4: Yeah, that last drum, the Mexican Vegas. drum off. you yeah, got Vegas was probably my favorite one that you've uh, ever done. Yeah, I mean, you just like took it to a different level that episode cool. and oh, I, yeah. I don't know if it comes across in the audio and video. It might, I didn't really remember watching it again, but seeing it in person was like, whoa, the guy behind you that you just beat was just like looking at me like, what the fuck? Oh, like, yeah. that was a it's great,
3: awesome. great one. It's all fear. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Let's get to the final segment of Jeremiah Wonders. It wouldn't be Jeremiah Wonders without Sax Talk. Oh, Sax Talk. All right, this is Sax Talk. Got my little sax here with me now. Uh, And basically what's going to happen is Red Band is going to share a story of a sexual encounter from his past. And I'm going to play some sweet, sweet sax underneath it.
4: Whenever you're ready, Red Band, I will follow you. So one night I had a, a one night stand and uh, I had some earlier, had gone to the grocery store and they had, um, I always stop by the clearance of a grocery store. You know, sometimes you can get some good shit like aspirin for 50% off or whatever. But this time they had like massage oils for 50% off and it came with a hot and it came with a cold. And so I was having this one night stand and I had a collection of vibrators from ex, other ex-girlfriends that I found out later that you're supposed to throw away. You're not supposed to keep uh, vibrators, vibrator. you know? I just thought, hey, you wash them off, they're, you know, you can reuse them. Who cares if they're my ex-girlfriends? So I thought to spice up this one night stand, I'd break out my box of vibrators. <laughs> Now, maybe she thought, hey, this is creepy that he has this box of vibrators." So she was a little dry. So I busted out my oils.
3: (gasps) Olive oil, canola oil. Now
4: there was a hot oil and a cold oil. (laughs) 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 And, and, And so... So at first I used the cold oil and I was like, yeah, I have some oil to, you know, lube up this vibrator. And I had a smaller vibrator that at first I was like, you know what? I might just see if she likes a little butt play and I'll put a little hot oil on this one. Oh, no. So I'm like fucking with both of these vibrators, like milking a cow sideways. But she had the cold one in her vagina and the hot one in her butt. And she said, Hey, this hurts. So I thought she needed more oil. And I switched the oils and I put the hot one and the cold one. And I mixed them up, but I poured a lot. I poured like the whole bottle on each one of these vibrators. And I start f- and I start fucking her hard with these both of these vibrators. Then she jumps up, screams, and runs into the bathroom. And that's when I found out massage oil and vaginal oil is not the same. Do not put hot oil and cold oil into a woman's vagina and asshole. She was in the bathroom for forty minutes. I never talked to her again. And she might have got a yeast infection the next day. Sports
5: center? (laughs) Yeah, that
0: was
4: sports center. Wow, Wow, Redman, look at you. Yeah. Didn't you, did you guys think that oils were all oils? Like, I didn't know that massage oil was... uh...
2: I've been on many one night stands where I get my butt oil mixed with my uh, <laughs> massage oil or whatever. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I, no, that's never, I had no, I I don't know what's going on.
4: <laughs> you know, like massage oil is for yeah. like massages. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's you not like a in lubricant. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I
2: thought, oh, it's oil. It's like all,
4: all lubricants are the same. Well, you're not supposed to put that icy hot, yeah. you know, stuff in a woman. It's really bad. And when she said she was hurting, it was because it was burning and freezing her at the same time. Oh my God. Fifty
0: ways to leave
3: your lover. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. So. all on the
3: bug. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get the oil, Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> <Free>. <laughs> You've got to be cold, Bold. Oh, shit. Get the butt plug, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) And stick it in me. Get the dildo, Bilbo. (laughs) (laughs) This Paul Simon
0: remixing. Oh,
1: fuck.
0: Shove in my ass, Cash. (laughs) Oh,
1: Oh,
2: man. Give me a feel, Jill. (laughs) Before you put it on your pee-pee, just listen to me. (laughs) Wow. Well, well, I usually don't. Did you fucking fart, Brian. What
3: the <laughs> oh, fuck, dude?
5: That
0: smells I so bad. It smells
3: so bad.
4: Now that's oh. a bison. Oh fuck! <laughs>
0: <laughs> no stop! Oh, oh, what's happening?
4: One per episode, oh. right? One per episode. <laughs> wow! Ah, Look what he did a true there.
3: Professional. Oh Call
0: back. Call back. We're going to close this episode actually with the kindness challenge off of Joel Berg's suggestion. Let's get into it right here, right now. Joel, did you have something recently that that you wanted to share?
4: No. <laughs> okay, well, I,
0: uh, <laughs> I do. Yeah.
4: I think yeah. Red Band? okay yeah. I uh, bought my twelfth Scott uh, Squatty Potty for uh, a comic. I bought Allie Mikowski a one and uh, <laughs> <Mikowski> or, <laughs> or Bison. And Bison-y. She's really enjoying it. She's she's <laughs> thanked me twice for it. Wow. She says it's really changed her life.
0: Yeah, Red Band has uh, this nice thing that he does where he'll uh, find out people's uh, address
4: and then ship them a, uh, a Squatty Potty for their. Uh, I, I like to find out the colors of their bathroom. Uh, there's either a pink one or a white one. Uh, I personally wish I had a pink one, and I have a white one. I recommend the pink one. I think it hides uh, dirt better.
2: Little fun fact, I'm one of the lucky recipients of one of Red Band's Squatty Potties. When he first got it for me, uh, I, honest, I've never had a problem or anything like that uh, pooping. It's always... <laughs> It's always a natural flow for
0: me. One of the top young squatting comedians in the world.
2: Indeed. Uh, so when he first got it for me, I was like, oh, what is this? What's this hunk of junk that's going to sit in my, you know, my bathroom? What the f- Yeah,
0: Merry Christmas to you too, Red Man.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's a pretty big commitment. Having something, it's a pretty big thing that stays in your bathroom, but... With that said, once I got it home, and I he was nice enough to get me the pink one, uh, <laughs> and it, it does go with uh, it does go with the uh, color scheme in my bathroom, which is heavily uh, sort of like green and purple. So the pink sort of like blends in with some of the weird purples. I will say that it has stayed against my toilet, underneath my toilet, any way you want to put it. Uh, it's there. It's part of the family. Um, <laughs> You know, I have my wife, my dog, and my Squatty Potty, and uh, we're the Hinchcliffs. So come at us, if you dare.
4: Wow, Red Band, that's super nice. Jeremiah, did I buy you a Squatty Potty? No. Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to buy you one right now, and maybe the next episode you can talk about
3: it. Aw, oh, Red Band.
4: And Joel, you're coming.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> after all this <laughs> potty talk. Oh, I have poop next to Tony once at a at a Bob Evans.
4: <laughs> what a
0: credit. Do you tell people to bring you up to stage? Yeah, that? yeah. One go, time I pooped next to Tony Angelov at a Bob Evans. I can't remember
3: who said it, but one, either either him or me said uh, one of the top young pooping comedians. And then we had a... You had a, a moment. Yeah, laugh sitting
0: next wow. to each other. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, we are on tour currently right now. This has been a, a special roadcast episode of Jeremiah Wonders. A little behind the scenes with... Uh, the cast of Kill Tony. Very excited uh, to be able to share this with you guys. Come see us on tour. Uh, Tony, do you have anything to plug?
2: Yeah, I mean, Kill Tony, the show you just got an in, in depth uh, behind the scenes, behind the kill, one could say. Um, uh, but yeah, that's what's going on. A Few stand-up dates coming up. In Miami, Florida, uh, another place in Florida, I think coming up in a couple months after uh after this leg of the tour i think i'm going to uh or after that second leg of the tour after june i'm probably going to be uh announcing a uh a few more stand-up dates so keep an eye on that but listen to kill tony rate review have viewing parties a lot of people
0: take pictures of it we love retweeting it and all that stuff
2: i don't i don't i don't repost a lot of people's things but if you send uh if you send pictures of kill tony viewing parties you and your friends eating pierogies at the on tv trays on a monday night on the big screen oh you want to hear something cool i will give you something for my kindness challenge i don't want to extend it but i did do something really fucking cool that felt really fucking good i was talking to my mom on the phone on um, on saturday and she was talking about how she loves kill tony and she watches every episode she watches it on her phone. She would love to be able to get it on her TV. I asked her if she has a smart TV, whatever. of course not. My mom's super old school, 73. I think she is now. Anyway, um, and, uh, and she was telling me like, oh, how she wishes that she could watch it on the TV. So I went to Amazon and got my mom a little fucking ring, the rinky dinkiest smart TV. You know, it's only like I think it was only like 130 bucks, literally. And, but it's, you know, the the cheapest little fucking 40 inch smart TV.
0: But you can get a lot of bang for your buck for TVs now. Well,
2: trust me, she's only going to use this thing for Kill Tony. And, uh, cause she literally doesn't fucking give a shit about anything else. And she, you know, she said she literally watches it in the bedroom while her husband watches TV downstairs. So that's her new bedroom TV. And it she's got a
4: YouTube app yeah, on it. Yep.
2: Yeah, literally has it on the front page. I think it has a button. I can't quite remember, but if it doesn't have a button on the remote, that's basically what I was looking for originally. But uh, if this one doesn't, it's on the front page. And I, while I was on the phone with her, I did what Brian just did with your squatty potty. I went to Amazon, fucking did it. It was cool. I was just showing my wife as I was doing it. You know, she was sitting next to me and she was excited. Then I got a cool text message from my mom. Cause I'm Amazon prime two days later shipped to her house. So yesterday uh, morning she got it. She said crying my eyes out. I can't believe you did that coolest thing. You know what I mean?
4: So, Amazon prime's amazing. And yeah. you could gift wrap anything usually like $5 extra. You could make it like a little present. So oh, you're like, awesome. oh, what's this? Yeah. Your mom's
0: the best dude. And, She's great.
4: And, and,
2: and I mean, I can't even imagine her reaction when she heard a knock, you know what I mean? You get a fucking, imagine that box. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck is coming here? You have no idea. It's a box that size and you see a big ass TV. What the fuck? And it's just funny because with Amazon, it's fucking cost effective. And the delivery is so fast. Amazon Prime is everything. I feel so bad for people that fucking go buy paper towels. All right, I'm done talking. Brian farted again. Brian farted again.
0: Oh, okay. It smells worse outside somehow. It smells pretty bad outside. That's the the fart coming around. finally got it. All right, so uh, Joel, Brian, do you have anything to plug real quick before we end? Uh, my asshole. Yeah, okay, my, great. My nose, <laughs> too. Uh, well, we said things that got on each other's uh, nerves about Kill Tony, but I uh, want to end on a positive note. Say how much I love you guys and how uh, how grateful I am to be on the road with you guys. It's freaking awesome that we get a tour of the nation doing this show together. Bundle of sticks. <laughs>
2: Was you saying that, your kindness challenge? Haven't you done anything good for anyone lately? uh yeah
0: uh if you want to bring it up i was just going to close the episode but uh uh there's a homeless lady in a wheelchair outside uh mcdonald's uh on uh on (laughs) uh, on tuesday and uh uh last week and uh why was she in a wheelchair oh great what did she have the shamrock shakes (laughs) all right (laughs) mcdonald's mcdonald's in a wheelchair so she was outside and uh and she asked me, uh, for money. I said, "Are you hungry?" Because anybody, anybody who's standing outside of fast, sitting outside of a fast food place, I'm like, you gotta have food. And you know, if, if you're asking for money, she asked for. Uh, uh, she's like, uh, "Do they still have those mushroom burgers?" And I was like, Ooh, "That sounds expensive." Do you want like a cheeseburger or like a chicken sandwich? So I ended up getting her a chicken sandwich and a coffee. And uh, yeah,
2: it was you know, a couple uh, bucks and easy to do. So your kindness challenge was that you bought an obese woman in a wheelchair. McDonald's. She wasn't obese. She <laughs> sure. her legs were just not there? very functional.
3: I bought that same woman a mushroom burger. And, a
2: uh, <laughs> we know you didn't say obese. <laughs> but I was just gonna say your kindness <laughs> to that you bought an obese woman McDonald's.
0: Well we're gonna put a bow on this episode, dowdy edge class. That's a great ending. It's a, a great ending. You, They're right? loving it. They're loving it. Just like
3: McDonald's. They're lovin' it. Kill Tony. Bye. Bye. Cookies.